to the C S Cafe, where we do a little storytelling, mix a little poetry, and seduce your mind. I just held Papa Joe for a minute after I got home. We have gotten very close these past few months. I'm about to take a bath. I'll be back to check on you. Do you need anything? Not right now. Okay. Well, I'll be upstairs if you do. I headed upstairs and locked my door this time. I turned on the water to set the right temperature. You know it got to be scorching hot for me. After the day I had, I needed this water to cleanse my being inside and out. I'm just going to inhale peace and exhale stress. I stepped in the shower and began thinking. I thought about the first time Donnie and I took a break. You just gonna cheat on me, huh? Donnie, it wasn't like that. I didn't mean for this to happen. What? It just happened, huh? Then you're gonna tell me that you're sorry. I am sorry, Donnie. Victoria, after all that we've been through and you just fucked that man like that. I love you. Donnie, don't leave me. You loved me the minute you let that dude fuck. Donnie, it really did just happen. The man had me by the throat. What was I supposed to do? Why couldn't you turn on him like you always do? It doesn't work like that. I don't know how this gene works, but none of us has gotten it to work like that. Victoria, I can't do this anymore. I'm sorry. Please don't leave me. I promise this won't happen again. Donnie left me that day. We were on break for six months. Donnie had gotten another girl pregnant, but she miscarried. He didn't start talking to me again until Gina told him that I was being stopped by Tony. I knew I would never tell him that. I just couldn't face telling the men I loved that didn't even believe me in the first place that it wasn't like that. I missed him so much. Tony was hooked, but they all get hooked. Then friends turn to lovers, lovers turn to stalkers, then they all become enemies. I just let the water baptize me from all these problems. Donnie would kill that man if he knew what went down. Gina might get to him first. Tomorrow's going to be a long day for me. I washed off, turned the water off, and wrapped the towel around me. I left the bathroom and walked into my room to sit on the bed. I lathered myself up in baby oil gel, patted the excess off, and went to sleep. Downstairs, Papa Joe was having another nightmare. It was a warm night in Macon. Joe had finished chopping wood and bringing some into the house. Joe washed up out back and came towards the front end of the house. Joe, you done with that wood, boy? Yes, sir. Where's your mother? She's doing the laundry still. Mr. Jake had leaned back in his rocking chair. He got out to go to the house. That same night, Lewis came back drunk as a skunk. Negra, go on in there and get your mama. Mr. Jake, don't want you on his land. Go on, Lewis, get. You think you can take him away from me? You're still a nigger boy. I'd walked out of the house to call in the children. Mr. Jake never beat the children. Every night, 
He'd gather the children around the fire and tell them a piece of history about the land. Children, y'all come on inside. Your father's waiting on you. Mr. Jake had three kids legally total. He had another son and another daughter. They tended to fall in alliance with Mr. Jake. None of them liked Louis. He was much older than them. The kids went inside. Come on out here, nigga. Louis yelled to Ida. Go on, Louis. Mr. Jake don't want you here. You think that him laying with a nigger all these days would turn you into one of us? I don't want no trouble. Go on, Louis, before Mr. Jake hears you. Out from the woods stood five other men. They started moving closer. One had a noose. Grab that whore! Louis, get away now, Mr. Jake! Mr. Jake! The men grabbed Ida and stripped her of every clothing she had. Louis's drunken self raped Ida. The man took every ounce of strength she had. He kept ramming himself into her. When he finished inside her, then he showered her with his golden water. The man held Joe back as soon as he started running towards her. Dad! Dad, come on out! I got you, huh? Louis set a fire around Ida's feet as she was tied to a tree. That tree was suddenly engulfed with the flames of hell as it dragged Ida into it. Mama! Mama! It brought Joe back to a place he thought he would never see again. This time, Joe would never be able to see his mother again. Dad! Your whore is burning in her rightful place! Mr. Jake came outside with his double-barrel gun and pointed at Lewis. Get off my land, damn it! You don't cause nothing but trouble! Lewis and his friends backed away and walked off. It rained that night. I guess God was shedding a tear for the torture she had to endure on this earth. Mr. Drake cried out and sobbed, trying to get her body from that tree. Joe felt as alone as ever. Papa Joe woke up screaming, Mama! Mama! I woke up and ran downstairs to Papa Joe. I climbed in his bed and held him. Papa, it's me, Victoria. He killed her! Who? He killed Mama! Who killed Mama? Papa Joe just sobbed there like a child. Lewis! Joe cried out. Back at Eva's office the next day, she was working late on the case. She had received a package earlier. She stopped trying to piece everything together and opened the box. Inside of it was aborted baby parts. There was a note also. This one only part one. If you don't drop this case, you'll be next. Time is almost up. Eva threw the box down and jumped back. She looked around to see no one there. Shit! Eva grabbed the box and called Santana as she left the office. Hello? Santana, I need you to meet me at home. What's going on? That bastard sent me some aborted baby limbs. Don't let him get to you. All he wants to do is get in your head. I'm tired of this mess. I know. 
But you have to hang on a little longer. Eva was tired of just hanging in. Uh, hanging on, I suggest. She got in her car and left the parking deck. Eva pulled up to her house and just sat there. I don't think I can hang on much longer. We almost got the bastard. I know, I know. And when I find that book, we will have nailed him. Right. Did you find out Rodrigo was? Yes, I'll bring over the information. You can give me that box to put into evidence. Yeah, Eva hung up. She kicked them shoes off like Patti LaBelle at a concert. She went into her bathroom and turned on the shower. Back at Lexi's crib, she and Javi were getting dressed for date night. Javi had finished way before her. Lexi, are you finished? We don't want to miss the movie. I'll be out in a minute. I need to finish my hair. You said that 30 minutes ago. It takes time to look this good. Time don't wait for anyone, and I don't want to miss this movie. Don't rush me. I'm coming. Lexi walked into the living room with a powder pink poodle-like skirt and a black crop top. Her natural treasures were gone with the wind as soon as she opened the door. They were going to see Loving, too. They had dinner reservations also after. You got the tickets! In my pocket. Back at the house, I had gathered Aunt Jean and Gina together to talk about Papa Joe. What have you decided about Joe? I don't know. I just want him to get better. I want him here with me. I can't get going up in the middle of the night, though. We all want what's best for him. Papa Joe is in your care, so it's ultimately your decision. I know that. I just wish she would tell me what's going on with him. The man is a stubborn mule. He not about to share what's in that head of his anymore. Does anyone else know about what happened then? We haven't found out if any more family is living from that era. Oh, okay. If we ever find that book, then we would know. I'm thinking we raid his house. You don't want to do that. That man don't take too kind of us black folks snooping around his property. Well, we need to find out something because Papa Joe won't ever tell us. How are we supposed to know where we came from if who we came from keep quiet? I guess we'll just have to go digging. That's our only option. Back at Lexi's house, Lexi and Javi were walking towards the bedroom. Wait right here. What? Just wait. Javi went into the bedroom and changed into his king attire. He had the cape, robe, and a silk sock around his wood. Come in. Lexi walked in as Javi sat her down on the bed. Read your mind by Avant, said the mood. Javi gave Lexi that VIP private showroom. He spun around and picked her up and his wood found its way inside her. He decided to show off by doing squats while deep inside her. I see you still got it. It never left. Javi said, pulling out and dining in her juicy pie. Harvey used to be a chef by day and stripper by night. When he bought his restaurant a year before him and Lexi got married, he quit the night job. 
He kept his flexibility in the bedroom, though. Ah, faster! Okay, baby. Faster! Baby, I can't go too fast. Not trying to nut quick. He kept going in and out, long and deep, in and out, long and deep. When she got off, so did he. You coming? I feel it in my stomach. They both turned over and fell asleep quick. That good loving will do it to you. Today is the day we find out how much more will be added to my plate. Now I have to go wake up Papa Joe because he gets his results from his test. Papa, Papa, you up? I yelled walking down the stairs. I headed down to his room and started shaking Papa, wake up! You have to get ready for your appointment. I'm up. Just let me catch my breath and I'll go on and get in the shower. Okay. Well, I'll be upstairs doing the same. What do you want for breakfast? Just give me a few roll-ups and make some coffee. Okay. Well, I'll start on that when I come back down. I left him and upstairs to get ready for his appointment. I hope that doctor tells us some good news because I can't take this. Now, my papa had been on this earth seems like longer than Moses, who led the people out of Egypt. I don't think I could handle losing someone else this close. I'm just now starting to accept the fact that mom's gone. But that doesn't make it any easier for me. I turned on the water in the shower and got in. Lord... I thank you for making me up this morning. I thank you for breathing breath into my body. Lord, I come to you this morning asking that Papa Joe be healed from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. Lord, I bind up every stickiness and sickness and disease that is trying to attack itself to him. You are a God of your word. I stand by the truth of your word that he be healed. There is no one like you. The Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, you make all things new. I thank you, Lord, for going before us and preparing the way Papa Joe will live and not die. I say this in your holy name. Amen. I washed myself off and got out the shower. The phone rang, but I couldn't answer because I was on the schedule. I hurried up to put on my clothes. I went downstairs to make it Sasha's roll-ups. I'd wait till he get out to make the coffee. I have a Keurig, so it doesn't take that long. I finished browning the sausage, and I made three for him and two for me. I passed up the coffee and had orange juice myself. Papa Joe finally came out that room. He was GQ suave. Where you going all dressed up? You trying to find me another grandma? Y'all young folks don't know nothing about this. He said, fixing his tie and doing a little foot action. I see you, Papa. Don't hurt yourself. I've been around for too long to know better, baby. I wrapped our roll-ups and I put our drinks in travel mugs and headed out. I helped Papa Joe inside and helped put on his seatbelt. Then I got in and strapped myself in. I turned on some gospel. On time God by Dottie Peoples is blessing my ears on this car ride. I'm glad I didn't have to fight with the traffic this morning. I pulled up and let Papa Joe get out the door. Then I parked 
I met up with Papa Joe and we held hands as I walked with him to the office. Checking in for Joe Jackson. Sign in and they'll call you in a few. We sat down and read some magazines. I picked up a magazine and guess who was on the cover? My sister Lexi was on the cover of Southern Eats magazine for her dish to catch a cheetah. If you ever want to get back at someone for doing you wrong, give them that dish. Satan himself breathing that dish. Let's just say your intestines will hate you for a month. It's good though. We got up and walked towards her. Like always, I'll be holding the wall while they check his weight and vitals. Follow me. We kept moving and walked into room nine. How's your pain today? I don't have any at this moment. Did you get any sleep last night? I got about four hours. Four hours isn't really enough, Mr. Jackson. I know, I know. Dr. Brown will be in here shortly. It wasn't long before Dr. Brown came in the room. His look worried me. We all could tell bad news from good depending on the body language of the doc. They are a dead giveaway and none of them has a poker face. Good morning, Mr. Jackson. How are you today? I'm fine this morning. Cut the small talk, doc. What do I have? I'm going to be frank with you, Mr. Jackson. Your cancer has come back. We're going to have to do surgery. They didn't have to do a prostatectomy last time. But it's our only option this go-round. Do what you have to do, Doc. My baby is getting mad soon. But all of this be done before that. I can't miss my baby's wedding. Joe said, looking at me. Then back at Dr. Brown. I'm pretty sure we can get it done before then. Dr. Brown documented everything and left. The nurse walked back in. Here's your papers on our visit today. The ladies at checkout will be glad to assist you, she said as we walked out. We checked out and headed back home. I had to get a few things done around the house. Donnie and I were going out tonight. I don't know what he has planned. I just decided to clean up while Papa Joe took a nap. That killed five hours of my time. If they ever ask you for a big house, say no. This house is way too much to clean. It came with maids, but I fired them years ago. Later on that evening, Donnie had come over to pick me up. Aunt Sheila hadn't met him there too. I was not about to leave him by himself. We decided not to tell the rest of the family about the cancer. You ready to go? Donnie, I have to tell you something. Can it wait till after... We finished our date. Donnie. Well, the girls and I went to one of Jessica's events. And Tony was there. Tony started being possessive and pulled a gun on me. Took me home and had his way. We fucked. He had a gun, though. I blurted out a little rushed. What? That same Tony that came between us after college. The same Tony that stopped you all the damn time. That Tony. Yes, that Tony. Man, wait. I'm a kill. Donnie, don't. He's not worth it. 
Why did you go there anyway? You knew he was going to be there. I know what Jessica does. You know he always going to be the feature presentation. I just wanted to go out that night with my sisters. It wasn't supposed to be like this. Donnie was so pissed off. He could burn you with the steam coming out of his ears. I'm not even in the mood anymore. I'll call you. Donnie said leaving. Donnie, wait! Donnie left the house and sped off. Back at Eva's house, and Gina was looking over the files Santana gave Eva. I will find it, bastard. Gina picked up the paper. I found where he stay at. Let's go. Eva and Gina strapped up and headed out. They pulled up to his house in Trustfield. They knocked on the door. Eva had on a long wrap coat. Rico opened the door. Gina pulled out her Glock. What is she doing here? Shut your bitch ass up. They walked into the house and locked the door behind them. You set me up. I ain't want to. They told me they killed my sister if I didn't. That bitch been dead. My sister's dead? Old news. Why? Out of all the people, you fucked me over? Ah, ah, ah. Now your punk ass wanna stutter. Eva took off her coat. Eva, we ain't got time for this shit. I told you what I came here for. Eva walked closer to Rico. Strip punk ass bitch. Eva said with her glock putting in herself. Rico was trying to stall, but Eva stripped him down herself. She leached the light of it out. She leached the light out of his long wood one last time. Eva slid and rolled down that wood and started riding it. She had one leg over his shoulder and kept riding it raw. Rico's eyes rolled back. Eva picked up her pace. Any last words? Eva asked, panting. When he came inside her, Gina walked towards him. Bye, punk-ass bitch, Gina said, putting a bullet in his head as Eva jumped off him. Eva sucked him out while he was still warm. They leaned. They cleaned up his place and buried the body as usual outside the city limits. Thanks for tuning in to the C.S. Cafe. Did we ride your mind tonight? Did you feel good? Tune in next time because you don't want to miss this.